This is episode 405, how to have a healthier body image and stop feeling jealous with Lana. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. And this is such the perfect episode to come after the Coach's Corner I did with Jade Luna. I don't know if you listened to that Coach's Corner. If you didn't, maybe listen to that and then listen to this episode because what he talked about in that show, one of the things he talked about in the show is the power that women have. And one of the ways we have been disempowered and we disempower ourselves is by focusing too much on our appearance, thinking that our worth comes from how we look, thinking that in order to be loved or successful or fit in or even go out to certain places, we need to, I don't know if you can hear my daughter (laughs) screaming in the background, not screaming upset, but screaming, she's excited. So she's affirming this. Um, but how much we think that our worth is dependent on how we look and how often we don't do things because we don't look a certain way. And it's got to stop. It's got to stop because it has been holding us back for centuries. And men, this is an important one for you to listen to too, because you have body image issues as well. Women aren't the only ones who deal with this. No matter how you identify, no matter what your gender, often we have this hatred with our body and we're so mean to ourselves. So this show is a beautiful example of how we can start to transform that. Another thing we talk about on the show is femininity and how often when we're so focused on our looks, we're missing what being feminine really, really, really means. And if you don't know how to drop into your feminine or you don't know what it really means and you want to embrace your feminine anymore, that's another reason to join me at my signature retreat coming up this October. It is a very feminine retreat in the sense of unlike other workshops of personal development things where you go and you're pushed for your breakthrough and it's rah, rah, and very Tony Robbins-ish. And I love Tony Robbins. He's very masculine and he will own that. It, this is a more loving, compassion, gentle, yet powerful way to approach self-work and breakthroughs. So apply soon because the early bird discount is ending in June. ChristineHasser.com slash signature retreat. All right. As you're listening to this episode, consider, do you deal with jealousy? Do you think that if you looked differently, that your life would be better in some way? Did you grow up with a mother or a parent who didn't have a good body image and they've passed that on to you? And do you know what being in your feminine, again, no matter what gender you are, do you know what being in your feminine and femininity really means? So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my coaching call with Lana. I want to thank my sponsor for this episode, which is Caraway. I am obsessed with Caraway cookware. Their cookware is high quality, ceramic coated, and free of all of the yucky chemicals. I'm super picky about pots and pans that we use to cook, especially with having Athena. And now that she's eating all the people food, I want to make sure that I'm cooking on something that's going to be not only great for the taste of the food, but great 
in terms of our health. So all of Careway's products are made, again, with any of those toxic materials. Their ceramic naturally slick surface means minimal oil or butter for those slide off the pan eggs that are so yummy. Over 40,000 people have raved about their Caraway Kitchen products. Now it's time for you to try them. So visit carawayhome.com slash over it to take advantage of a limited time offer of 10% off your next purchase. It's exclusively for you. So go to carawayhome.com slash over it. Caraway is C-A-R-A-W-A-Y-H-O-M-E.com slash over it or use promo code over it at checkout. And now on to my coaching call with Lana. Lana, welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi, Christine. So basically, I've been dealing with this really strong paranoia and extreme jealousy in in my relationship. It's been a long time now, and I really just want to know how I can sort of boost my body image and stop comparing myself to, to other people. Mm. So the relationship's been a long time or this issue's been a long time or both? The relationship's been five years now and the issue a lot longer probably since I was a young teenager. Mm. Has it come up in every relationship? I guess the first serious relationship is when it's got quite so extreme. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you said since you were a teenager. So what happened then? For as long as I can remember, I've really had really low self-confidence and I look in the mirror and I don't see what I want to see. I don't feel feminine. So I've always kind of compared myself to other people. And when I'm in a situation where I'm comparing myself, I kind of go into a downward spiral and I can't seem to get myself mm-hmm. out of that. Mm-hmm. 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 It's painful. Those downward spirals mm-hmm. are painful, especially we know <laughs> we're in them and we want to get out and we see ourselves doing it and it can be so challenging. So when you say yeah. you don't feel or look feminine, what do you mean by that? I just don't think that my body shape really fits with society standards of what classes as a woman nowadays. And I know that sounds really shallow and on a surface level, I can understand that it sounds quite ridiculous, but it's just how I feel. Yeah. Was something ever said to you? I mean, I have a lot of memories of growing up when I kind of had first boyfriends and, you know, even when I was quite young, I was told by um, a boy that I really, really liked at the time, the only way I'd ever go out with you is if you look like an actress Mm. or from my very first serious relationship, I was compared, I guess, to other women. And he would make a lot of comments about other women's appearances. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that'll, that'll program you. That'll put the programming Mm -hmm. in. As a little girl, how did you feel about your body? And as a younger girl, how did you feel? I know from at least high school age, I remember just hating the way I looked and looking at all my friends and thinking, Mm -hmm. why didn't I look like them instead of this? Mm-hmm. Well, I very seriously doubt all of them lived up to some societal feminine, feminine ideal. Um, yeah. And I'm not dismissing in any way what you're saying. It sounds like a very dramatic viewpoint and a very, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't mean dramatic, like, oh, you're so dramatic. I mean it like it's powerful. It's strong. It's, it has quite a hold on you. And sometimes these are just things karmically 
that we're born with that we have to shift. Sometimes we take on belief systems generationally. Sometimes it does come from things that happened when we were a child, things that said to, or were said to us. And sometimes it's all of the above. So I'm just curious in terms of your mom, what kind of body image she had and what type of conversations did she have around being a woman and body and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Interesting. You say that she hasn't got a good body image either, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. And growing up, I think there was a lot of conversations around her appearance and not being happy with it and needing to lose weight mm-hmm. and yeah, a lot of things like that. Mm-hmm. And how do you think that impacted you? I guess as a child, hearing about that a lot definitely could have helped put some of those thoughts in my head that beauty is an important part of life. Mm-hmm. I don't think it helped put some of those ideas in your head. I think it did put a lot of those ideas in your head. <laughs> because who yeah, do we yeah. who do we believe the most when we're kids? Yeah, our mom. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What's your relationship with your mom like now? It's good. Yeah. We're close. Okay. Do you talk about body stuff? There's been times when I've been really struggling and she, we have, yeah. Well, how do those conversations usually go? Usually if I'm in quite a bad place and upset, so she will comfort me and I think say all the right things, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and, and tell me that it's, it's not the be all and end all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's so loving and so beautiful. And when you know she doesn't really believe that for herself, it's hard to let that in. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So from my perspective, this is a generational pattern that you get to break because there's nothing, you know, going out and losing weight or having plastic surgery or whatever. It's not going to shift this. It's not. No. It's not. And it's interesting because when we first hopped on, you were on video. So I was able to see your face and you have such a beautiful feminine face. I mean, I couldn't see the rest of your body, but I'm sure I'd say the same thing about your body, but it doesn't matter if I say it, it's, it's about, it's if you believe it. And it's just so interesting Mm -hmm. how the way we see ourselves is so not how we're perceived and femininity is not an appearance. It's an energy. It's how we move through the world. So in what ways do you feel you are feminine? Oh, that's um, a difficult question. I I don't think I've ever thought about that. Um, Like, can you give me an example of some things? I'm really struggling with that. Mm -hmm. Well, that's part of the problem. Mm -hmm. You're so focused on looking a certain way. I don't know what your archetype is, like curvy hips, big boobs. I don't know, whatever your perception is of what you think you should look like. Um, that's totally surface, Mm -hmm. but being feminine is a way of being, it's an energetic. So rather than me give you an examples, I'd like you to feel into it and you to think about it for a minute and don't worry about taking your time. There's no, there's no urgency here. Just feel into it. And consider in what ways am I feminine? Okay. Um, I think I'm very empathetic. 
and caring. I'm very creative, loving. Mm-hmm. I know that I have a big heart. Um, that's all I can think of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this is your work. So a lot of times we can keep focusing on the things we want to change or the things we want to get rid of instead of actually mm-hmm. building the muscles we need to build to create yeah. and embody what we truly desire. Because when you embody your own femininity and how beautiful that is on you and how that emanates through you and looks on you, then this whole body thing will go away because that that's a very, and I don't mean this as an insult, I'll explain. Mm -hmm. It's a very immature way to see femininity. Or I guess a better way for me to say it is a naive way to see femininity. And unfortunately, your mom, and I'm not criticizing your mom at all. Mm -hmm. She, for whatever reason, thought that a lot of her worth depended on how she looked. Yeah. Especially as a woman. And that's one of the ways women have been disempowered for centuries is there's been so much focus on how we look that we've been, we've been taught consciously and subconsciously to put so much energy into how we look that we've disconnected from our real power, our power to birth. And I don't just mean babies, our power to create, our power to destroy, our intuitive power, our wisdom, our discernment our adaptability, our ability to be the muse, our ability to wake people up. Like there's so much power to being feminine. So much. Yeah. But because you've been so focused on how you look, when I even asked you, you couldn't even, you couldn't even think of anything. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That makes sense. So what's coming up for you as I'm saying this? Um, I feel like I can understand and take in what you are saying and it all makes sense in my head. And I've done a lot of work as well on this myself and I've done a lot of reading and podcasts and courses and I think I can understand what the issues kind of are. It's then I think putting into practice when I'm in that mindset, I can't rationalize it. And so I don't know if you can help me sort of um, almost have some tools that could help me when I'm in that mindset. Mm -hmm. When you're in the mindset of what? I guess it's that I'm not good enough. And I'm not pretty enough. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not necessarily a mindset. That's a trigger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me about dad. Um, he's great. Um, we have a good relationship, um, especially now. Um, I think he's very, um, potentially got some anger issues, mm-hmm. always been very short-tempered, 
but yeah, he's very, very loving and supportive as okay. well. So when you were a little girl, he told you you were beautiful and you were deserving and he loved you and he made you a priority and you felt like a priority in his life. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. think so. Great. Great. So this really came from more boyfriends and boys. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I was just trying to determine if the trigger went farther back to dad or if it, you know, cause we identified the mom piece. Um, yeah. and again, loving great mom, but, but wasn't able to teach you how to have a healthy body image cause she didn't have it. Yeah. Um, so, and dad, you're saying is loving president. You didn't, you didn't feel, you know, like you had to be pretty to get his love or attention. So a lot of this mm-hmm. came from, from school. So mm-hmm. those first crushes and those first boys we like, oh, it's so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It's so tender. It's, it's our first, it's such a tender thing. And so what I feel is happening is in those moments, you go back to being 10 or eight or whenever you had your first crush. Yeah. And when you're 10, let's just say, it's hard to pull out your emotional toolbox of an adult Mm. because you're 10, you know, you're triggered, you're hurt. So in those moments, it's not about being rational. It's more about being compassionate with the part of you that's hurting and tell her, sweetheart, you are so beautiful in so many ways. Let me tell you all the ways. And Mm. it's not just about being pretty. There's so much more to being a girl. There's so much more to being a woman and nobody can tell you your worth. No, you know, it's like, you need to talk to her the way you wish someone would have talked to you when those things were said to you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's more about knowing that the jealousy or the comparing is just an alarm system because on a soul level, if we look at, okay, if a soul is like, okay, there's some things that just really need to change. Do you think being jealous, not liking your body, thinking you should look different is what your soul wants? No. No. What do you think your higher self or soul really wants? Um, acceptance. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. Acceptance. And this is, there's your individual life, right? And then, and maybe this will inspire you. There's doing it on half of, on behalf of all women and little girls. We Mm. have to start shifting the subconscious and collective misunderstanding that our value is in how we look and that there's a certain way to look that makes you pretty or desirable. We have to start shifting that. Otherwise women will never really step into our power ever, ever. Now it's a wonderful thing to, you know, feel beautiful, but that does not have to come from how we physically look at all. And it's, Again, it's been putting women in a distracted, stressed out place for so long. Like, look at how much energy you spend thinking about how you should look different. Yeah, definitely a lot. Yeah. What do you think you could be doing instead with that energy? Um, 
enjoying my life, <laughs> having yeah. fun. Enjoying your life, having fun, healing old patterns, stepping into your power, growing your creativity. Like there's so mm. much that you could be doing with all of that energy and you're spending it on self-beat. Now I get why yeah, true. I get why. And I, I have compassion for why one, we had mom that modeled not a great body image. And two, we had yeah. some mean things that were said at a very tender time. So, and, and three, it's just the collective programming that so many women buy into. So I, it, it's valid. It's not a random thing. And just understanding why it's there isn't going to shift it. You've got to choose and go, okay, I'm using all this energy to be jealous or to compare. What's a better way to use it? I can go and talk to my little girl. I can do something creative. I can go exercise, not to lose weight, to look different, but just because it feels good in my body. I can go spend time in nature. But I think what would be really good for you is to start really understanding what femininity is. I would listen to podcasts on the feminine. I would read books on it. I would get Oracle decks on it. I would start understanding what it means to be in your feminine power. Because right now it kind of sounds like you don't have much of a clue because you've been so focused on looking different. Yeah, definitely. I'm writing that down. Um, I think that's definitely something that could help. Oh, it will help. It will help. Mm. And I will tell you, jealousy in a relationship will push someone away. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that's what I'm, one of the big reasons that I reached out was because I don't want to lose my boyfriend and I am conscious that someone can only take so much of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And hopefully he understands that it's coming from a hurt place, you know, Mm. like hopefully he'll understand that. I'm sure he does. Um, but you can't, jealousy is like taking all your wounds and going to someone else here. They're your problem. You make me feel better. You fix it. Yeah. You give me the reassurance. You call me every five minutes. You don't go out to lunch with your female friend because I feel insecure. Yeah. That's a really good way of putting it. I haven't thought of it like that. Mm -hmm. So this is yours Mm -hmm. to heal, to really look at it for what it is on behalf of yourself. And quite frankly, on behalf of all women. Yeah. Because a confident woman, a woman who accepts herself doesn't feel jealous. When I see, because a lot of times we'll be out, my husband doesn't wear a wedding ring and he does lots of public Mm -hmm. things. And a lot of times people don't know he's married and we'll be out and I'll be, you know, behind him or in the bathroom or something like that. And I'll see a woman flirting with him and I will, I will get so excited. I think it's awesome. (laughs) And a lot of times she's younger and more attractive than me. And I think it's awesome. Why do you think I feel that way? I guess because you're confident in yourself in your relationship Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah, you, you have a lot of trust. Right. And because there's a couple more reasons. One, I'm like, Oh, he's my husband. That's great. (laughs) I know it's going home with me. 
The second thing is if there came a point where there was something to be jealous of, if he was lying to me or something like that, I have the self-respect to not make that about me. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you trust your boyfriend? Yeah, I do. Great. Wonderful. Then this is yours. Yeah, definitely. This is yours. And if you do love him and you care about him, then you owe him the freedom of you taking care of this inside yourself. Because how often do you go to him for reassurance? Um, not as much anymore because Good. I know that it was getting a bit much. Good. So I am really trying not to, not to go to him. That's beautiful. I'm proud of you, but I yeah. also don't want you to suffer silently. Yeah. So be, so this is the, the internal is the being with that younger part of you, knowing you're triggered and knowing that that younger part of you that didn't learn how to have a healthy relationship with her body is looking for guidance. You've got to mother yourself in the way that you weren't in this particular aspect. And you've got to break that generational pattern, give it back, clear it. Uh, I don't know if you want children someday, but if you have a daughter, you definitely don't want to pass this on. You want her to really be raised loving her body, no matter what it looks like. And all bodies Mm. are beautiful. There's just this, oh, this ideal that is really annoying. And again, (laughs) the more you buy into that, the more you are buying into the programming that's disempowered women for centuries. Yeah, definitely. So do it for yourself, do it for your relationship, do it for future children and do it for all women and start Mm -hmm. studying what being feminine really means because it is not about how you look. Some of the most feminine, juicy women I know would not ever be chosen for the cover of a magazine because of what magazines say are beautiful, not because they're not beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yep. So no room for jealousy. Mm, No room for jealousy. What's something you really want in your life? Um, One thing I actually really want is to help other people with their mental health and I would love to be able to help people overcome this one day if I can do that first. You can, you can, but any energy Mm. you spend on the jealousy and on comparing and looking at Instagram and being, oh, if only my knees look like this, then my life would be better. Mm -hmm. You're delaying that. That's energy you could be putting towards something you love. So when you catch yourself doing that, say, is this where I want to spend my energy? Like, would you spend your money to go buy used paper plates? No, no, definitely not. Right. Be a terrible use of your money. So every time an energy is like money, money is energy, energy is like money. So every time you do that, be like, oh my gosh, use paper plates. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I'm writing that down. (laughs) Yeah. Does this help? Yeah, definitely. So thank you, Lana, for your vulnerability and courage, which are amazing feminine qualities that you 
presented. And I think anyone listening felt how feminine she is, you know, very, very feminine, very receptive, uh, very kind, very gentle. And, you know, feminine is also fierce, but we all have different ways in which the feminine expresses through us. And I feel like her femininity is right there, but she's been so blinded by the jealousy, so focused on how she looks. She's not seeing how powerful she is. And this is so essential for us to be able to change the future for women, for little girls, change the way society frames beauty. I mean, we're constantly being programmed with what's beautiful and it's changing. It's definitely changing, but it's, it, we've got a long way to go. We've got a really long way to go. And jealousy is a waste of energy. It's such a waste of energy and it's often a positive projection. So often when you're looking at someone that you think is quote unquote more attractive, what you're really seeing is their confidence or the way that they just are feeling comfortable in their body. Positive projection is how I like to think of jealousy. So when you're feeling jealous, you can go, oh, what am I seeing in that person that I'm not owning or embracing in myself? That's another beautiful way to deal with jealousy. But most of all, to see it as dirty paper plates. I mean, you spending your time being jealous of the way someone else looks or comparing yourself to someone else is like spending money on dirty paper plates. You would never do that. You would never, ever do that. So next time you're feeling jealous, I want you to think of this is valuable, precious energy. How do I want to use it instead? How do I want to use it instead? Jealousy is a killer. It will really kill your sense of self-worth, your spirit, your femininity, and your relationship. Because it's no one else's job to make you feel secure in the relationship when they're, they, they aren't doing anything wrong. Now, of course, in a relationship, it's both parties' responsibility to make sure the other person's needs are met and that they feel safe. But to be jealous just for the sake of being jealous because of our own insecurities and our own wounding will wear down the other person. The other thing to remember is that many of us as women did not have mothers who had a wonderful, healthy body image. And so often we take that on and we want to break that generational pattern. We don't want to live with that. There's so much more to how we look, so much more. And if you're so focused with how you look and comparing yourself to other people, you're missing out on the incredible gifts that you're here to enjoy in this lifetime. So stop spending your money on dirty paper plates. All right, everybody, that's the show for today. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.